Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Monday, June the 1st, 2015, and as always, I'm your host, John Hansen, and as we do each and every Monday at the same time, over the same virtual airwaves of the Blog Talk Radio Network through our studios in New York City, we bring to you Buyers Meeting Point's Kelly Barner to share with you her insights and perspectives on some of the interesting news from the world of procurement, and there is always something going on in procurement that's to be sure certain now this this week's uh, segment is kind of interesting because i was going to talk about a cbs evening news broadcast about lumber liquidators and the scandal involving their overseas suppliers in fact as kelly will uh, tell you uh the this resulted in the sudden resignation of their ceo last week so it, it, it's interesting in the con- uh, context of of how people react to when these kinds of stories break out, how, how the market reacts, and, and whether or not in the past, I, I think it's kind of interesting, uh, whether or not in the past this would have led to a CEO's resignation. But nonetheless, without further delay, let's welcome back to the show once again, Kelly Barner. Thank you, John. I'm pleased to be back to start the week and the month, in fact, with a new podcast. If you're interested in my procurement and supply chain webinar recommendations for this week, please visit buyersmeetingpoint.com and look for them in one of this week's featured blog posts. Our guest audio this week ties together two recent news stories. One is the sudden resignation of Lumber Liquidator's CEO, Robert Lynch. The other is based on recent research findings released by Proxima Group in which they found that consumers hold companies responsible for the scandals of their suppliers. Before we go any further into the detailed procurement perspective of the lumber liquidator story and what Proxima learned in their research, let's listen to a May 7th broadcast on the story from CBS Evening News. In another CBS News investigation, 60 Minutes reported that lumber liquidators was selling laminate flooring that made in China that contained high levels of a chemical that causes cancer. Well, since then, sales plummeted and the stock price sank. Today, Lumber Liquidators said it will stop selling the flooring. Here's Carter Evans. Just a few days after Dennis Winkler installed this flooring in his California home, he says he began to have problems. I started getting very, very bad headaches and nausea. You noticed pretty much right away. Yeah, right away. Right away there was something wrong. Even even my dog was lethargic. When he saw the 60 Minutes report on Chinese-made laminate flooring from lumber liquidators in early March, he decided to rip most of it out. I don't know if it was the floors, but the minute I took it out, everything stopped. 
60 Minutes sent undercover investigators to three Chinese factories that produce laminate flooring for lumber liquidators. They found box after box with labels indicating the floorboards met strict standards set by the California Air Resources Board, also known as CARB. But factory employees told a different story. In tests commissioned by 60 Minutes, 30 of 31 boxes of the product emitted as much as 13 times the amount of formaldehyde allowed by CARB. But Lumber Liquidator's founder, Tom Sullivan, defended the floor. We're never going to sell something unsafe. The company sent air quality test kits to concerned customers and says of those analyzed so far, 97% came back with formaldehyde levels that met World Health Organization guidelines. But in a federal lawsuit filed today, California attorney Alex Robertson accused the company of misrepresenting the test results to customers. I think that they've been lied to. I think that they've been tricked and deceived uh, into uh, believing that their results are quote-unquote safe. Now, Dennis Winkler is storing most of what's left of his floor because he is now party to one of more than 100 class action lawsuits. Scott, the company says even though the flooring in question is still being tested, taking it off the market was the right thing to do. Carter Evans reporting for us tonight. Carter, thanks. Like many other companies these days, Lumber Liquidators does not make or manufacture the products it sells. And as they make clear in their name and marketing, they compete on price, which means they have to closely manage the cost of the products they source and resell. Laminate flooring represents about 13% of lumber liquidators' total sales, and half of that comes from Chinese suppliers. Although it is made abroad, the product must still meet U.S. environmental standards in order to be legally sold here. There are strict limits on the amount of formaldehyde and in other chemicals that can be contained in any building material, especially in California, which has its own even higher standards. Although the product purchased and resold by lumber liquidators is marked as though it meets those standards, it does not. This controversy started after a 60 Minutes report in March of this year that included a visit to one of their Chinese suppliers where a worker admitted on camera that the product does not meet the standard despite how it is labeled. People have reported feeling sick and there are a number of lawsuits, some of them class action, working their way through the courts. Lumber liquidator's stock price has taken a hit, and it's down about 60% for the year. When the CEO resigned unexpectedly last week, many investors took it as a sign that there was more bad news still to come. This is where we bridge to the Proxima study findings. Proxima Group commissioned research to investigate how consumers, American consumers specifically, feel about companies that find themselves on the wrong end of a supplier scandal. According to their press release, quote, the study of typical American consumers commissioned by sourcing and procurement specialist Proxima reveals that 74% of respondents stated they would be unlikely to buy products or services from a company involved in a controversial supplier practice. Furthermore, nearly 66% would stop giving such a company their business even if that company was the most convenient and cheapest option, end quote. The Lumber Liquidators case serves as an example of just how real the consumer and investment punishment can be for a supplier scandal. 
Emphasizing this further is the fact that most news stories are not reporting on the actions of the Chinese suppliers or even their company names. All we know is that lumber liquidators sold the non-compliant product. What if they had been duped? After all, the 60 Minutes footage clearly shows the label stating that the laminate product meets lumber liquidators' specs. The supplier is behaving deceptively, but we exact the greatest punishment from the local company we directly do business with. From a consumer standpoint, it makes total sense that we hold businesses accountable. From a procurement standpoint, the lessons are a little bit scarier. There is no plausible deniability here. Do the wrong thing either knowingly or by mistake, it makes little difference which, and the consequences are severe. They have recalled all of the questionable product and stopped buying from those suppliers, but it may be too late. Irreparable damage may well already have been done. I took a look to see what I could learn about how Lumber Liquidators manages their procurement. Carl Daniels is their Senior Vice President of Operations and Supply Chain, Procurement and Manufacturing. Daniels has been in the position since October of 2001. The operations part of his title suggests to me that direct spend comes under his umbrella of responsibility, especially since there is a separate VP responsible for distribution. You have to wonder if the story progresses, which there is reason to believe it will, we may get to know his name better, even if we don't become familiar with the names of the Chinese suppliers who sold lumber liquidators the product that ended up making people sick. Are you in procurement at a B2C company? Would you agree with Proxima Group's findings? What programs or policies do you have in place to protect your company and your customers from the acts of unscrupulous or fraudulent supplier activity? If you have thoughts or feedback about this podcast, you can reach me directly on Twitter, at Buyers Meetpoint, or on LinkedIn, or by visiting buyersmeetingpoint.com. Join me again next week for a Procurement Perspective podcast on the topics and trends facing our profession. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. 
Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.